Welcome to KGXT, Gen X Talks podcast live from Central California. Making plans with the boys. Gonna hit the town. Yeah, I'm gonna make some noise. I'll push past the pain and my wounded pride. I'm gonna live it up. Yeah, I'll stay here all night. But sure, I've had some better times. And I can't count all the tears I can write. And maybe singing to myself. I was testing the microphone. So you were singing. No, I was, it was more humming. I was trying to get the... No, humming is just, hmm, you well, were actually saying words. One, two, three, A, B, C. That just, I'm testing the <laughs> microphone. I'm setting the volume on that. All right. You make Are fun we... of me for everything. Yes, we're going. It's going. I'll, I'll edit it out. I promise. No, I won't. you won't. Okay, I You won't. never edit it out. No, I don't. No, I don't edit it. Oh my gosh. I, I, you know, first of all, you need to apologize to all of our listeners. Why is that? You're late. Yeah, okay, you're I apologize for being late. That did not sound sincere at all. You sound like you're, like you're uh, arrogant. I apologize from the bottom of my heart. For what? That this podcast is late this week. Yep, and it's all your fault. I have been chasing what? you around with a microphone and a tape recorder for three days. Now you know how Gen Z kid feels. He's chasing or, you around. Or you know. You know how I feel getting chased around with a, at least it's not a camera. Yeah, exactly. All right. So well, I'm here now. Okay. Then on behalf of America, you're forgiven. Oh, thank you. All right. I appreciate that. I, you know, it's even late today. It's it, where this is our Thursday podcast that we're supposed to have done Wednesday. And here it is Friday at four. So now we got an hour to hurry up. And then I got a show to do at six. Do you know how much show prep I've got done for today? Zero. Zero. Do you know well, why? Well, who was gallivanting around town today? Oh, gallivanting. <laughs> Who was texting me with, I don't have chicken food. I don't have chicken scratch. And your car was out of gas. So I'm doing all this stuff. And, and I'm filling in all these things. And then the kid's like, oh, yeah, my formal's tomorrow. I got to go pick up my tux. Oh, yeah, my formal's tomorrow. I got to go pick up my flowers. Oh, yeah, my formal's tomorrow. My bank card doesn't work. I got to go into the bank and sit there and have them. Did he get that fixed? No, he's still doing that. Oh, I Okay. Have- so I, you just threw that in there and you tried to get me to feel sympathy for that. Well, it was amongst the things that I was oh, doing. Okay. I, I was drawing straws today to find out what I was going to try to get done. It was, it was incredibly difficult. Okay. Well, it's been a hell of a week. We got back from Vegas and just was trying to regroup and it's been... Do you know that I drove up for the studio today and they had it all wrong? Everything? And figures. And it was, if we continued the way we were, we they were supposed to deliver it the middle of February to you. Yes. And it's now like going to be into May. No. I know. That's what I told them. I told them, no, we don't want it anymore. Here's, here's the words I used. I said, we have been here, driven down here. Right. And stood in front of you guys on ordering this thing. Um, every six weeks, like, okay, we're here. Is there anything you need? Is there any problems? No, 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 no. What'd they tell us every time we showed up? Everything was fine and on track. Right. And now they say, when I, when I went in there or they called yesterday or the day before and they're like, oh, we're missing some signatures that you didn't do months ago. And now this is way behind schedule. And I'm like, here's the words I used. The joy is gone from this project. I don't even care anymore. I don't, it doesn't matter. 
So I went back up there today to sort this out with the guy. And I took, I took the kid. I took Gen Z kid and I said, look, you're going to have to make a decision here because I'm not happy and I don't even care anymore. I'll, I'll still sit with mom's dining room table with holes drilled in it. I don't, I don't <laughs> care. Mom's not going with that. No, my, mom's not happy with that. And uh, the guy was pretty accommodating. Depending on what happens today by Monday, I may talk about this guy by name and their company and how great they are. Or I may say, I'm really not happy with this guy and this company and don't ever use them. Oh, I don't know how I it's feel. It's hanging by a thread. It's stepped to this guy. So. All right. Well, we'll have to see what happens. But I will say your son stepped up, had very direct questions. Can we do this? Can this be done? Is this allowed? What's this? And now it's just if they give their best price. And I told him, I said, don't, don't write a price down. Don't write a price down and expect me to come back. Can you do it for 500 less? If you, you better give me your best price right away because it's either going to be yes or no. And if it's no, I'm walking away. You can't call me and go, well, wait a minute. How about if we lower the price some? I'm going to point out you can't lower the price. Remember, you gave me your lowest price. This <laughs> is what we agreed on. Right. Dummy. Well, we'll have to wait and see. We'll see. If he does it, if he does this, then I'm on board. And if not, then we can either blow up the project or there's a competitor right on another street. You already okay. know where they are. Yeah, so. I do. Yeah. My running around today was incredibly extensive. But, you know, I had to go down. I finally stepped in and I, I handled the stuff at one of the buildings down on K Street. And it, the, when I got involved, it went costing us $2,300 down to 600 Yeah, you said that. That was fabulous. So I did good. I really Yeah, I you had it. a good day. And it was productive. I stayed on my diet all day. Good. Even though your idiot son was eating a double quarter pounder cheeseburger <laughs> right, right in, in front, front of, of me. <laughs> you know, here's, here's something you don't know. It's funny. We missed the world show today. So he takes a tripod while I'm driving over there. Yeah, you guys said you were going to do that. He puts it on there. Well, I didn't say I was going to do it. I This was a complete surprise to me. He turns it on. He 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 sets this thing up and and starts recording or filming or, or going live. And I'm yelling at him. I'm yelling at the camera. And everyone's laughing. And he had huge numbers by comparison. And then Mrs. Forwatton, he's like, are you going to take me to get something to eat? I'm really hungry. Take me to get something to eat. I'm not taking you. We're going to the shop. I'm not moving. Mrs. Forwatton says, don't tempt him into eating fast food. You should not be eating fast food around your dad. You know he's on a diet. I'm like, thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. Someone's a little chiming in for the home team there. A little, little love. I like that. So she was lecturing him a little bit on not to eat. And he didn't care. He had, he had McDonald's right in front of me anyway. Yeah, figures. Ass nugget. <laughs> I resisted. I did good. Good. So I'm glad. It That's was, good. It was a, such a long day. And also, we got into an argument on chicken food and chicken scratch. Now, didn't you say chicken food? We all know what chicken food is. We got that part. The pellets. Yeah, but we were arguing on scratch. Isn't scratch like the candy version of food? Isn't that special? That is correct. Okay. See, he said scratch is what goes on the ground. Well, it does. You throw it. It's a treat. It's it's scratch for them to scratch their claws in the gravel. So that's what he said. He goes, look, he goes, chicken scratch goes on the ground and they take their talons. Yes. You call them talons like Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> he take, you take their talons and they, and they scratch the ground. I go, then why is it food? It's like candy. Why would you rub your feet on it and then eat it? He goes, that's not what they do. It's just for their feet. I go, it's not for their feet. They eat it. It's candy. It's like the candy version. They don't get it all the time. No, they eat it. They're so who's right? 
You guys are both right. You have a little bit of both. They do eat it, but they do scratch at it. So there's both. And it goes on the ground. You just throw it. I sometimes put it in their food also, kind of mix it up a little bit. So like I said, you're both kind of right. We argued for like 45 minutes about Unbelievable. this while we were driving. Okay. Well. I because I didn't know. I'm hoping I'm hoping the girls start laying soon because the price of eggs are astronomical right now. Dollars an egg. That's ridiculous. I know it. My girls out there are golden. No kidding. Yeah, let's get some more. <laughs> it's way cheaper to buy feed and water than it is the eggs. I know. Isn't that weird? You know, they were out there the last time they were laying. You know, before the temperatures changes and all that, they were putting out like twelve a day. We don't even have that many eggs. I mean, no, it was twelve. I was getting a dozen every two days. Every two days? Yeah. Well, that's still good. Yeah, that's what it was. So. Right. Well, we can get some more chickens. I'm in. Okay, that's cool. All right, so I'm done with my day. What? Why are we here? What are we talking about? I don't have a list. Please tell me you have a list. I don't have a well, list. Well, I just kind of wanted to talk about Vegas a little bit, if you don't mind. Like oh, different parts yeah. of it. Yeah, Las Vegas. So we went on... Um, the second day there, second or third day there, we went to the Pinball Hall of Fame. Yeah. What did you think of that place? I was disappointed. What? It had a lot of, no, don't get me wrong. It had a lot of cool stuff in there, but I was led to believe there were some specific machines that they had there that I wanted to play that they didn't have. One, do you remember in the movie Rocky Three when Polly gets drunk and he's in that bar, he's all spaced out of his mind and he throws the bottle and breaks the pinball machine, the Rocky pinball machine, yes. because he's upset that his brother-in-law is famous? Yes. They they said they had that machine, the Rocky Three pinball machine. They did not. Are I you looked, sure they maybe had it, but it was getting worked on or something? Because well, there was a lot of them that were down. Yeah, but you like, could still see them. Now, if they maybe they had it in the back, maybe, but I was... I was disappointed because I went there for two pinball machines and they didn't have either one of them. You played a lot with the kid. I did. Um, what were some of the games that you played with them? Well, the the it, funny that it's kind of low torque and uh, and I and Crispy walked around. They not just a pinball museum. They had a whole row of '80s video games. Yeah, they did. Like Dig Dug. You know who's a Dig Dug expert was uh, low torque. Really? Oh, that dude did strategies I haven't seen since I was a kid. Nice. And I'm like, holy crap, dude. He goes, no, this is what you got to do. And I'm like, yeah, but I haven't. I just play to play. He's he's serious. He was a competitor. Nice. Um, so they had some stuff like that, and they had Galaga and some other 80s stuff, which was really cool. Um, but they, um, god damn fucking thing caught. Like, this fucking thing is caught, and I can't look under the table. See this wire? What am I fucking hung up on? I can't get it it's undone. On your wheelchair. It's fucking pissing me off. Uh, yes, I'm in a wheelchair, but I can walk. Don't. You see? It's all fucked up. Ow. What are you doing? I can't get it. Here. Here, let me unplug it. Go. Now do it. Ow. You fucking pulled my hair. God <laughs> damn it. That wasn't funny. That hurt. Well, are you done whining? I, I, this was a very tense thing for me. I couldn't, I was Jeez, not going to be able to function. Can. I'm over here yanking on this. I know. <laughs> ah, okay, I'm back. I'm fine now. Woosah. Woosah. Are back. you done? I'm done. Are I'm you better. Done complaining? Yeah. So, so we were talking about the Pinball <laughs> Hall of Fame and then you went I don't know, the cord sideways. was caught. Oh. Um, so yeah, the they uh, Low Torque and I we played a bunch of eighties games and we um you know, we showed them to the kid, which he thought were great. And <laughs> now you're rocking back. <laughs> you're you're bobbing. What are you doing? I was just leaning back and forth, but then I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. No, like, but sit still. God damn it. 
Fucking amateurs. Anyway. Um, so wait a second. You were telling me, I didn't get to see this in person, but yeah. you were telling me about the kid played a safe game. There was this, a, uh, you know, not what? a safe game, but a, <laughs> safe, a safe, getting into a safe. Yeah. Safe cracking game. There we go. Okay. Okay. There <laughs> I is, solved that one. I'm going to say this game looks like it was built in the seventies. Really? It had, um, you remember digital clocks in the late 70s and early 80s that had the, the red little numbers yes. on them? Everybody does. Everybody has those, right. Okay, the first LED clocks. Well, this had that type of display. So I'm gauging like 79 to 82 was when this game was made. And without trying to go overboard describing it, this is the most plain-looking stupid game I've ever seen. It was it was a stand up straight game like you're looking at a refrigerator. Who wanted to play it? He did. Oh, he just walked go, up there well, and was he, like. He asked what it was, and I go, I don't know. It looks dumb. Let's go. And then Lotor goes, Well, wait a second. It's a safe cracking game. I go, Okay, it just looks lame. Let's not. Let's move on. So and you didn't even want to look at it. Nope, didn't even want to play it. Nope, not interested. Okay, so the kid. So this kid, this thing stands up like a refrigerator in front of its flat, um, and it's tall. And it's got no graphics, no colors, no lights, no nothing on it, really. How do you know how to play it? That was, I'm getting to that. It was, oh. it was dumb. The, the, it had a, um, the front of it had a door of a safe. And you looked at it and said, and it, and it was metal. He puts a quarter in, and the timer starts going, and you have to turn the dial on the safe to the right. And there's a VU meter, a little needle. Hmm. And you have to turn it. If you turn it fast, you can't. You have to stop right on a number where this needle is perfectly straight up and down. Okay. Very difficult to find. You're running out of time. And if you go all the way to the left and it does it, you hit a button. Then it says you're now moving to the right, and you have to spin the dial to the right. And you have hmm. to watch this VU meter, and you got to get it just right. You got to find. That's kind of cool. And he, and he's like, I don't. He didn't quite get it. Didn't work. So low torque goes. I'm going to put a quarter in. So he did it. And he got actually three out of the four numbers. Oh, nice. Well, once the kid saw, okay, that's how, now he sees how he does it. I still wanted to leave. <laughs> and he's nope. like, no, 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 no. He goes, dad, one more try, one more try. I said, okay. So now he puts the quarters in, he hurries, he's paying attention to the timer, he's paying attention to the needle, and I'm trying to figure out what's going to happen when you're done. Low Torque and I are like, well, maybe it spits out tickets or something because... You know, we didn't, you just, yeah. it was a plain Jane looking thing. He did it. He cracked the safe and on the fourth number, the whole big door of the safe popped open. Oh, that's awesome. I, I mean, wasn't there. I it didn't clung, get to see it. It goes, and this door swings open and this door weighs like 40 pounds. I'm like, holy Santa Claus shit, you did it. <laughs> so we're sitting there and Low Torque's eyes are about as big as saucers and the kid's like, whoa. He reaches in. Do you know what was in the safe? What? A ledger. You got to sign your name. Oh, you, that's you, awesome. Yeah, you take your you take it out and you write on the paper your name and the date and whatever you want. And so the kid takes <laughs> he took a Genix card's business card and he threw it in the back of the safe. You put the ledger back in with the pen uh -huh. and you close the safe door and you spin it. It's a very difficult game. Not many people had signed the the paperwork that was in there. So probably because most of them had the same same idea you did, like, what is this game? Forget it. And it, walked on by. Yeah. And if it had had a sign that said there is a secret ledger inside, I would have stayed there all day. I'd have put 40 <laughs> bucks in that thing. But, yeah, but you didn't even have to. No. I didn't. The kid took care of it. Once he saw how low torque did the first two or three numbers correctly, he went back and just, he did it all the way through and got it. Oh, that's crazy. And that's that, That's fun. I wish I was there to see that. 
I yeah. just saw the pictures, but that that's was pretty cool. really that that was such an unusual game. I've never seen one. It's called Time Safe or Time. I think it's I called. I was going to ask you what was the name of it. Time Safe or something. I don't know. There's a picture, but um, it just I've never seen a game anything like it in a in a TV show, a movie, or in any arcade that you and I grew up around. That's very nothing. Cool. Very cool. What was your favorite game to play? Well, that was getting to that. See, the the pinball things they they had pinball machines machines grouped from like the fifties. Yeah, and there were these weird um, kind of a a, a pine bl- uh, blonde wood looking things, and so we kind of went through those and we looked at them and they're pretty standard, pretty much the same. Then you get into pinballs in the sixties and they're getting more diverse. And they've got upper and lower levels on them. Yeah, so, and lights and, yeah, and lights stuff. and and yeah. more bumpers and more paddles. Well, then you get into the eighties ones, and now they've added some little you know. There's a mild computer graphics. So I said, let's play these like the next six. And we we picked like six from like, like 1975 to 1983. And I didn't play. I just sat there and watched my son go through <laughs> these and we talked about them. And the one thing he did, I, I did, I did teach him one thing, uh, how to tilt a pinball machine mm-hmm. as the ball's coming down. I go grab that thing and move it. He goes, it, the ball goes right between the bumpers. And I go, and so it's coming down. I, I hit the machine as hard as I could. <laughs> Boom. And the ball slides over and he's like, Oh, that's great. I go, yeah, you just can't do it. Ah, you did it. Cause he did it again. It tilted. And the thing goes tilt, everything locked up, and the little sign flashes tilt. So he goes, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. I go, that means you got caught cheating. <laughs> he goes, what? <laughs> let me tell you what happened to me. So we got, um, I, well, our grandson was there. And so I was running around with him playing some games, and we were on a pinball machine, and the ball got stuck, like yeah. it does. Like it does, like you know. You. And um, I was going to shake it, use my hip, do something, move the ball. And I was like, well, I already got yelled at for being too loud in the place. Yeah, so. you were the only one who got yelled at by the pinball staff to be quiet. Yeah, they came over and scolded uh, our grandson and I for being too loud. We had to have indoor voices, What she were you said. doing? I've th- never been yelled at at 55 to have an indoor voice. And you know but- what? This is a pinball arcade with 700 pinball machines going off. And you were too loud. That's what she said. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, so I was afraid to, you know, kick the machine, move it with my hip, whatever. So I walked over to her and I told her what the problem was. She goes, go ahead, shake it. Hit it with your hip. Go what? ahead. Move it around. Wait. I'm, she said it was okay to do. So it's not okay to scream and yell, but it was okay to... Beat the crap out of the yes. pinball machine. She said it was fine. Well, how was, come yours didn't tilt and turn you off? Mine did. His it did. did. So I hit it... Our grandson looked at me and was like, uh, okay, Grammy, um, you're going to do what? I said, watch, I'm going to move it around. So I shook it around and then I released the ball and we went and started to continue playing. But he looked, gave me a funny look <laughs> like, I don't know about this Grammy. Like I said, it's fine. It's fine. I asked, I told him it was fine. Well, uh, another thing that I liked about that was that the the original Tetris game that was in the arcade was there where you can play two players side by side. Uh-huh. And uh, Lord Crispy was running his mouth about how great he was at it. And so Gen Z Kid challenged him to a side-by-side match where you both get the same pieces, you both get the same stuff, and then you see who wins. And Gen Z Kid whipped his ass. Sorry, Lord Crispy, if you're listening, (laughs) but you got your ass kicked and Gen Z Kid Tetris makes me nervous. It, it, it just makes me nervous. It, I'm just start panicking. I go into like a panic attack with it. It's like, ah, you know, so never mind. I don't touch that game. But Gen- I had fun playing a few. I like pinball machines. I've always liked pinball. And Gen Z Kid is still undefeated at air hockey. No one has beat him. Uh, he hasn't played his mother yet. 
Nobody asked me to play. You were running around with a grandson. You, you forgot all about Gen X Talks, what and we're in Grammy mode. And then they had the big Lebowski pinball machine. They had a big Lebowski pinball machine that was, it was kind of a lame pinball machine as far as pinball But you want go. one. I want one, yeah. Because they got, it had bowling. You could hit the, the bumper, yeah. hit the ball, and, and if you went up straight up in line, you were bowling. That was a pretty good integration, so I got to tell you. So you want one. I sent the pictures to Iceman. I'm like, dude, you got to, you got to, not going to believe. Did he answer? He right away. He's like, <laughs> he goes, where are you? He goes, looks like you're in some sort of a warehouse. I go, I'm in Vegas at the pinball machine. They got a big Lebowski pinball machine. He goes, far out, man. He was all over it. Yeah. So have you searched for one yet? Looked for no, one? No, not yet. Like you said, since we've been back, it's been a whirlwind yeah. since we got back. I haven't had time to do anything. So would you go back to the pinball hall of fame? What would you rate it? If you had to do a rating, seriously, five, five being the best through two and a half to three. Oh, it just didn't grab me for what I thought it was. I'm well, sorry. It's it funny just, because everybody that went that day absolutely had a blast. Everybody I know everybody loved had it. fun. Everybody was talking about it for the whole, the whole car ride home. I know. I'm just saying that it didn't, it didn't do for me what I thought it was. I didn't, sorry. I didn't get there from here. I wanted uh, to. Would you give it another shot? Um, yeah, if I didn't have as many people, because I was constantly trying to talk, you know, it was a Gen X Talks event. Right. So there was quite a few people, plus our son and his wife was there, and trying to enjoy playing and having to talk to everybody, you know, like, hey, shake hands and how are you, you know, it was a little bit... We'd have to sneak over there and A go little play. bit distracting. Yeah. But I would, I would probably go again, because there's whole one side of the room I didn't get to thoroughly explore. Like, I walked it, but I would really... I'd like to walk every pinball machine and stand in front of each one and really kind of see which ones I'd want to play. Yeah, take I kind it all of in. To, I kind of had to pick and choose because I was in a hurry. Uh, so um, I went to an event with Gen Z Kid by myself. Since you did kind of like pinball with him, I went to the Neon Museum. I loved the pictures. They looked like some really good stuff. It was smaller than I thought the place was. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed the, I, I think I enjoyed it more because we had a docent that took us around and kind of gave us background and some information. I think if you would go without that, you wouldn't get the full you wouldn't get the story feel of it. Yeah, the stories of how this all got I started. I like that but you I, chose to go at night. Yes, but I recognized so many of those that were lit. So yeah. if you go at night, you can see them lit. If you go during the day, of course, they're not lit, but... Um, it's kind of small, but they've got them all kind of stacked in there in different places, which right. was really fun. But I bought a package, a combo deal, which I was, I guess I built it up in my head, the second half to be something just amazing. What was the second half? The second half was, so we did 45 minutes of walking around and checking all the the signs out and the, getting the background. And then right. you switch and you walk across the street to the park area and they have like a 360 degree um, signs and stuff that they put to music. Oh, I don't want to say a Disney Disney esque because it wasn't, um, but something well, it was like a that. Light where show, it, just a yeah, basic kind of light a light show. show, but it didn't have the actual lights on it. It was a computer generated light show on the signs. If that makes sense, they well, that didn't, didn't sound very good. No, it wasn't as bright. And I told Gen Z kid that I was thinking that it was going to be a musical light show. Yeah. Like it was going to dance to the music because there was music to it. And they told a story and it was very dull. I mean, the, if it just wasn't the best, that's right. all. It was just, you know, one place, I was a little disappointed in that one. One place that neither one of us went that, that all the, the, the fans, the followers went and the kid went with them. 
Um, they went south of town. You pass this on your way in on the 15. It's kind of a speedway. Yeah. And one half of the track, you can drive a Corvette. That's you can cool. drive a McLaren. I mean, there's the Porsche. You can go, but they did the they did the go karts where you know the 90 mile an hour go karts. Here's what's funny. So the kid comes back. I said, "Hey, how'd you got it go? You're gone a long time. Um, you know, I said, oh, I guess I got first place. I got um, the fastest lap time of the day or something or something. Like, he, he he's telling me all these things. Yeah. And then. I said, well, how did everybody else do? And he goes, oh, they did okay. He goes, everybody who went go-karting has one thing in common. And I go, what's that? Do you all want go-karting? He goes, no. Everybody has a Josh Maddox ran into me story. <laughs> I said, what? He goes, Josh Maddox ran into everybody. I go, was he just being a jerk? He goes, no, he can't drive. He has no driver's license because he's from New Jersey, takes the train and cabs everywhere. He doesn't have a driver's license. He doesn't own a car. He grew up in the city. He can't drive, and he can't drive a go-kart either. So oh. I started asking around. I said, hey, how's the go-kart? He goes, Josh ran into me 50 times. Josh spun me out. Josh and I crashed into the... He wasn't kidding. Everybody That's has a funny. Josh Maddox hit me story. So he tells me this stuff, and, uh, you know, I was like number one, and I got first place, and I won fastest time of the day or the week or something, and I my trial. So, you know, naturally as a proud father, later that night, um, I was talking to someone and some of the people that were at the track overheard me and came over and were listening to the story. So I included him in my story. And I'm like, well, my son, he took first place and he got the fastest time. Man, they jumped my shit. They're like, <laughs> he got first place in one race. <laughs> he had the fastest time of like the day, but it was only 11 in the morning. <laughs> the only four people, only four races had been run. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's a little misleading. Wow, so, so, he's starting to sound like his dad. Whoa, whoa. He's starting to sound like his dad. He was literally shaving the stories and embellishing. And then when I went to repeat him, I looked like the asshole. He was giving you a truth, you know, in, amongst some lies. And, you know, it all worked out. He just cleverly placed these kernels of wisdom in, in, a, in the order where I was following him like breadcrumbs, like Hansel and Gretel down a path. That's funny. That was what he did. That's so, funny. man, when I, I told them that group, I go, well, this is what he said. They made a beeline for him. They're like, where is this kid? I'm just straighten this out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I didn't go to that, but it sounded like they had a lot of fun. Yeah, I would have liked to watch that, but yeah. we were busy doing other things. He did the indoor skydiving with Josh. I got yeah. to see video of that. That looked pretty cool. He did that. Yeah, he wants to go back and do he that. He does. He said that on that, you got to go back in stages. Like they don't let you fully take off and just do what you want because you can get hurt. Yeah. He but, told me Josh Maddox didn't tell him that he's been skydiving before. I'm like, I, why wouldn't I? They would have let yeah. him go. And then, uh, they, so he'll go back the next time they'll let him do a little more. And then he says each time he can go, he's allowed to be a little more free in this in the skydiving area. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, he should have fun with that. Yeah, definitely. But I want to tell you, not everything went smoothly. Yes. I was pretty upset. Well, not, okay, upset's not the right word. Dismayed. Wow. Dis that's, that's a, a $5 <laughs> word. <laughs> it is a $5 word. And I know you love this guy. I know you absolutely love and embrace and protect on every level this guy. But he is such a raging dill hole at times. <laughs> Who is this? Low torque. Oh, poor low torque, man. You just like, <laughs> oh, 
He's I'm, like your go-to guy. Okay, I'm not singling him out. Yes, you are. You just said his name. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell the audience something that happened there, and I swear to Christ Almighty, everyone is going to raise their hand in unison with me. There's not one person at the end of the story that is going to be on low torque side. If um, I know the story you're going to tell, they just might. No, not even you. The only reason you'd side with him is just just be out of spite. You're going to spite me to be on his side. There is no rational human being that would <laughs> ever, everyone's going to be shaking their head. They're driving their cars during the story going, what the, what the fuck is he doing? All right, go ahead and tell it. Okay. I'll fill in the, you know, the loopholes here and there. <laughs> go ahead. So we're in the lucky bar. Remember yes, that? we are. And we had, we kind of pulled that one section. We had all the couches and all the chairs. Yes. We kind of pulled them in a circle. We'd been there about an hour, hour and a half. Everybody was drinking. Everybody was having a good time. And um, we're, you know, there, there there's not a, we can't sit like in a perfect circle. So a couple people are kind of sitting in a chair behind, but, but leaning in, you know, they're still part of it. Right. So far, so good. <laughs> Well, th don't don't <laughs> critique my story as I go along. I don't I've been telling stories my whole life. I don't need you. So far, so good. All right. So the the we were having so much fun. It was at a level of entertainment that was so great. Lionheart's wife, Mrs. Lion, she got tired of not being able to quite hear everything because it was loud and it was so great. She left her seat, tromped over everybody, and sat on the floor right by the table. She did. In the middle. And I'm she like, did. what are you doing? She goes, I need to, I need to be part of this. I want to be closer. Yeah. So she so she trucks on that. I'm just setting the stage that everything was so awesome. One person climbed over and sat on the floor to be part of it. So side note here. What? I don't think she realized what she was getting into when she came to Vegas. That's like she no. didn't know what was all involved here. No. This... And by that time of the weekend, she was all in. Oh, she yeah. was like, chips are all in. Yep. I love there this was, bar. There was I'm nothing in. off limits. She was ready to go. Yeah, no. it was great. Oh, yeah. My kind of girl. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. But pointing out that it was so great. That's how great things were yeah, going. She was sitting on the floor at your feet. At my feet. Whatever. Everything was going so great. This is this is the mood. And then my phone beeps in my pocket. <laughs> now, you know, my phone's been beeping and vibrating and I let it go because I don't care. I'm in the middle of doing something really fucking cool. I don't care. Well, the one beep that goes off, I'm like, okay, that's an odd. That was one of our group text messages. Huh? Now, the first thing I thought was, who could be text messages? We're all sitting oh, here. here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody's right here. It's probably Lionheart going, get away from my Get chick. away from my wife, yeah. <laughs> so the only person who wasn't there was the kid, because at that time we were in the bar and he was upstairs doing some homework. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I pulled open my phone. Now, press pause for a second here in the story. Does everybody know what Wordle is? Wordle, it, it's a it's a silly game you play with the New York Unscramble Times. Unscramble words. Unscramble words. It's you have like five chances to unscramble a word, and if you get it, hooray! It's free. It's through the New York Times. It's not even an app. You just and do it on their website. All staff members. We all play. the staff members. We all play it every day, and you know we bump heads and compare notes. So the Wordle thread is the one that beeps. <laughs> Who's playing Who Wordle? Who's playing Wordle? So I pull up in my phone. I break it. Probably it was Gen Z kid because he was the one. That's what I thought. Okay. It was low torque. No, he was in the bar. He was in the bar with us, sitting just behind the couch. 
and he had sunk down where no one could see him. To play Wordle? To play Wordle. <laughs> well, he had a moment. And I said... It was probably eating at him. I held it up. I go, what the fuck is going on? I go, Lotork, where are you? I go, he's... And everybody stops. Go, what are you talking about? I go, I held up my phone. I go, he's playing Wordle. He's here with us in the bar. We're having a great time. The things are flowing. He's playing Wordle. <laughs> he didn't want to lose his streak. Man... <laughs> he pops his head up real slow from behind. I think he was behind um, uh, who, Marcus uh, and and Tony, Anthony Tony. Yeah, I think so. He pokes his head up. He goes, "Okay, so I just was playing a little bit of Wordle. I was just trying to get caught up. Wanted to get behind on that. You know, you miss a day and you lose your points on that. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're in Vegas. You're in Wordle. Vegas. This is the most. We're, we're we finally got a groove going with everybody." You sink behind the chairs of the floor and you're playing Wordle. And everybody's phone, staff phone goes off. Yeah, and everybody's bing, phone's bing. going off. I go, we, you could go, you could be home playing Wordle. You don't need to be in Las Vegas. It so, was important to him. Oh, I'm not done yet. <laughs> oh, there's more. There's more. So after I ridiculed him to a point where you think, all right, now he's got it. Sit with the group. <laughs> Be part of the focus, entertainment. Focus. <laughs> focus, low torque. Focus, low torque. We're having fun and we're drinking here. 20 more minutes goes by. And I don't know whether you said something or it was one of the girls sitting next to me. Uh, somebody noticed, said to low torque, what are you doing? <laughs> Do you remember where his head was? Do you remember? I think so. Where I you think so. Was he looking underneath the... The handrail thing, the handrail, yeah. The looking. hand, the railing that went down the side of where we were sitting, which yeah. is a handrail on the ramp, which is a very long, like a twenty-foot ramp, and it was chrome. He's got his head stuck under the railings, um, and I, and they're like, and finally, someone goes, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "Oh, I was, I was just inspecting the welds. I was looking for the welds, <laughs> see if they I'm were clean." Their seam. He seam, like, yeah. I'm looking for a seam, and we're like, "What, what are you?" <laughs> So are you doing talking? He goes, right. he goes, no, these things are made really good. These handrails are made pretty fine. You can't even, you know, they're dipped in chrome and all, but you can't even tell there's a welder or a seam on there. So yeah, he was Lionheart loses his shit. <laughs> right then, he's like, now, now he can't believe. He goes, can't you just sit still and enjoy the moment, you, you, you tard? So he tells him, he goes, they're cast. There's no welds. These are cast. And dipped. He goes, what? What do you mean they're cast? There's no will. How they join them together? And he goes, and they're Tiff cast. Says, Tiff says next to me, they're a mold. Yeah, they're Tiff is try, trying to shut him up. Okay, can we get back on with the drinking and the boob talk and everything? They're a mold, low torque. They're just molded. They pour the metal into a mold. They chrome it. They stick it in the ground. Can we be done? Goes, I don't understand why there's no welds. You can't hold this stuff together without some. Or they're not screwed together. There's no screws on these things. I don't see any rivets. And I was really looking close. I don't see any kind of a weld. Now I'm losing my shit. I, this guy is playing Wordle in Las Vegas. Now he's inspecting the handrails. <laughs> he must have been bored. How? There's my point. Are we that uninteresting of a group? That, Even the waitress that was waiting, he could have like noticed her. Oh, you could she not was, notice her. Cleopatra? Yeah, she was bought and paid for. Absolutely. And he was looking at the weld. Yeah, even she stood there one time when she pulled up for the drinks and she just she looked at him and looked at me and pointed like, is he okay? I'm like, he's fine. <laughs> just, she's like, is there a problem? Is something broken? No, yeah, something's broken. It's low torque. It's in his brain, yeah. All right, you won that one. Yeah, I give is you that there, one. 
any single person in existence that is listening to this podcast that would side with low torque that this is correct behavior at a drunken group of people our age bar in Vegas or are they on my side that this guy needs to be voted off the island severely voted off the island and I mean right now no he's not getting voted off the island now here comes your undying devotion out of nowhere he absolutely was the biggest distraction he, he's the only guy that would go to a strip bar and go, you know, these sandwiches are really good. Where do you make, do you make the bread here? Do you buy them from Albertsons? Because the last strip bar was our, you know, strip bar. They just bought their stuff. They didn't make it homemade like this. It really wasn't that good of sandwiches. That's, that's low torque. He would okay, do shit like well, that. Well, that's low torque. You just said it. That's low torque. Poor low torque this whole weekend. He did it. Did yeah, but he did this stuff to himself all weekend. Low Torque's going to listen to this and be sad. I don't care. I'm sad that I have to tell everybody that we spent a chunk of our drunken uh, weekend in Vegas chasing a guy around who's inspecting the welds on the handicap handrails. That's I'm the one who's upset here. Okay, calm down. Take a woosah. I'll tell you the one contri con contributing factor that was really funny, and you were in the car for this. When we were driving through the strip, and I was, you know, because some of the people had never been to the strip. They'd never been anywhere um, in Las Vegas. So I was driving down the strip and I'm explaining stuff to him, but this is this hotel and this is where this was. Cause you know, living there for a couple of years, you learn a few things. Right. Well, we got to that one intersection and I said, Oh, you know, funny story to tell you that right at this very intersection, oh, yeah. I was, a, I was across the intersection and I was coming the other way and I was stopped at a light and I go, do you guys see that park bench right there? There's a park bench right next to the you know, the, it was the, story time. Yeah, it was story time. It was park bench and there and everybody because we're at a very long light in Las right. Vegas. And I said, Well, that that uh that park bench right there, I pulled up and it was a hot summer day. I was driving my very stylish nineteen ninety-eight or no, nineteen ninety-two <laughs> Mercury Topaz. Wow. Maroon hot. interior with uh with maroon interior with with maroon paint. I was styling, but my air didn't work, so I had the window rolled down. And I pulled up in the in, at the stoplight and there next to the park bench. And there was a prostitute, a hooker, sitting on the bench. And I saw her and she saw me. That was it. I just turned my radio back on and looked straight ahead. But it was a very long light. You didn't ask her to get the I car? didn't ask anything. Stop asking me that. You ask me that every time I tell the story. She comes over to the car and she just gets in. Because my door was unlocked, the passenger door. Okay. And I'm like, okay, what are you doing? Get out of the car. No, you know, I don't have any money. I don't want sex. No, thank you. But you, yes, you're really attractive, blah, 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 blah. Finally, she gets out of the car and she goes back and sits down on the bench. And I, you know, I take off and that's my story. But I tell everybody in the car as we're sitting there in yes, Vegas, she did. this story. And everybody goes, oh, dude, that's totally interesting. And then after it gets quiet for two <laughs> seconds, Lotor goes, that really makes me mad. I go, what? He goes, I hate aggressive sales. <laughs> I, I that said was you, perfect timing. I said, you what? He goes, I hate aggressive sales. I go, that, that is not the point of the, it's a little bit more than just a sales call. This guy wasn't a person at my house selling vacuum cleaners or encyclopedias. Well, she was selling something to the car. Yeah, I know. The she person in the car. I know, but that's not, that's. You're missing the point. This is what Lotor did the entire goddamn weekend was this type of dad joke or, or innuendo. It was funny. It was funny. It was good it was timing. Wait, what channel Wait. are you on? I should be on until you see where I'm going. See where I'm at. No, you're not on any of these. It's not. not... Any. What? Hold on. I'm off, I'm off 
the grid. Take, oh. Talk again. Hello. <gasps> okay, talk I can now. hear him. Hi. Hi. Well, yeah, but I had to find the color. He's green. I'm green. Hi, green. And then now he's on there. So, Hi guys, am I? Li- is there any room? Room for room for one more on this podcast? Room for one more. We were talking about you. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's thanks, one of guys. our favorite topics. To uh, ladies and gentlemen, Gen Z kid has stopped by the studio. Hi. Dropped in to see how things were going in his media empire. When was the oh. last time you were on a podcast? Yeah. I don't know. You guys keep doing them without me. Well, yeah. I literally left. And then you guys did one, so now I'm back. Well, welcome to the let podcast. Me, let me show you. Let me tell you how that went too. As soon as you walked out the door, mom and I locked eyes and let's go now. Let's do it now. That's right. One, two, three, now. That's what usually happens. Yeah, yeah. we were just talking about reminiscing about Vegas, and yeah. Vegas was a ton of fun. Yeah, you did really have a good time there. It was good. I, I like the the Omega Mart was a ton of fun. Oh, you know? that's the one we didn't talk about was the Omega Mart. Because I wasn't there, and neither yeah. were you. I know. <laughs> Indoor skydiving was pretty we, fun. We did talk about that for, on your behalf. I did. <laughs> Indoor skydiving was a ton of fun. Right before we got into the wind tunnel, <clears throat> wind tunnel, it was Josh and I. Yeah. And Josh and I are sitting on this bench, like looking at the, all these other people do it, like the groups before us. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, Josh. There's like a 30% chance I hate you after this. <laughs> I'd like to make that known. And he's like, ah, oh, you're going to love it. Like, uh, and he's like apologetic, kind of like, I, you'll love it. As he like tapped me on my shoulder. And I have this like, you know, you know, like my, my focused face where I'm nervous, but like I'm doing it anyway. You know that yes, face. Yeah. I had that face is, walking into this the This is wo- where you force yourself going, okay, one, two, three, breathe. One, two, three, breathe. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't that nervous, but yeah. I was very nervous walking into the wind tunnel because like I didn't want to mess it up and like be like a nuisance or something, but I know. You don't want to pee your pants. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I didn't go to the bathroom beforehand. I had just eaten like this, the sugariest donut ever oh. known to man at, at Bagel Mania. Which is another place. Bagel Mania was very interesting. So Trippy, Sammy Joe, Josh and I were going to go to indoor skydiving, but it was like in an hour, so we had a little bit of time to kill. Is Bagel Mania just a bagel store in Vegas? Is that Hold all Hold on. Is? I'm getting to it. All right. I'm getting to it. All right. Come on. All right. So right after, or sorry, right before we go in, right across the street is Bagel Mania. So I was like, guys, we should go to Bagel Mania. Half as a joke, because... How interesting could Bagel Mania be? Not very. It was like this 1950s restaurant with a ton of bagels. Every bagel you can imagine. They really? even had flagels. <laughs> what are what the hell's a flagel? You know how a bagel's flat? No. Imagine it more flat. Bagel's not flat. It's round. Like I know, but donut. like when you cut it in half. Oh, half a bagel is flat. Well, on one well side. yeah, but this, a flagel is like if you took half a bagel yeah. and then made it even more flat. Okay. Why did you just make that sound effect? <laughs> You make it. I can see you doing the hand motion, but they can't see you doing a hand motion on radio. Okay, well, I'm new around here. <laughs> Look, man. We were talking about how Lotork was doing Wordle. Okay, to be fair, he did do Wordle. I was in the hotel room, yeah, doing schoolwork, watching college basketball. You know, living the life, yeah. chilling. Yeah, and I see my phone ding. I'm like, oh, let's see what it was. Low torque completed Wordle. Four out of six guesses. I'm like, are you serious? He's downstairs in the, the bar. bar. I know. Because I, I had just texted Gen X Dad. I was like, hey, do you want me to come down there? He's like, no, we're at the Lucky Bar. I was like, oh, okay. And he's, he was like, yeah, me, Low Torque, like everybody's yeah. out. So then Low Torque's like, ding, low, uh, Wordle. I was like, oh. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't text back, are you all playing Wordle? <laughs> is that what old people do is you sit around a bar and play Wordle together? Because that's the way to he be, was making it seem. To be fair, I play Wordle usually 
uh, in my first period class. Anyway, yeah, but so. you're not in Vegas. That's True. a whole different thing. True. The other one that was I did I I showed I I play roulette as you know, but not mm-hmm. the live with a with a live dealer. I like the automatic one because I can let five or six spins go by of the roulette wheel, and I can calculate. I have a method. Right. I have a deal. So Lotorque sits down with me, and he's like, "Okay, so you've been talking about this. Teach me this." So I did. All right, I will. So. So you were his Yoda. I was his Yoda. Okay. Yeah. He was my paddle. Why do I even know that? Why do you know? <laughs> okay, go ahead. You've been married to me way too long. Okay, sorry. All right, so <laughs> I'm Yoda. He's my Padawan learner, and I'm teaching him this deal. And I show him, and I show him, and I show him, and then boom, it works. And I said, see, works great. That ass <laughs> used <laughs> my technique. I was I, I played for like an hour and some change, and I was my $20 was gone. I played for a long time. It was great. He plays for like three hours, runs his thing up to whatever it was, three or four hundred bucks, and cashes out, comes uh-huh. over to the lucky bar and says, Okay, thanks for teaching me that, man. <laughs> Look at this. Look at my ticket. It's really working good, man. This is, how did you do? I'm like, fuck you, shut up. Don't I wanna talk to you. He's like, No, no, your technique's really great. It works every time. This is like a charm, man. It's just wonderful. Go away. Okay. I'm screaming at him to leave me alone. He used my technique better than I did, like by a lot. Okay, just wanted to stop in on the podcast. I know I'm not usually around wait, here. Wait, wait, wait. I have a question to ask you because yeah. I want people to know. Mm-hmm. On the way home from Vegas, we stopped at that gas station. I forgot where. Right outside of Vegas. Oh, the Terribles gas station? Terrible hurt. Yeah, and you came out. That was a life-changing experience. How many gas pumps were there? There was 96. 96 gas pumps. And what was it like inside? Because you had to go it, back in. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so when I first walked in, I thought it was just going to be like, and you know, you know, when you imagine a big gas station, you think of like a lot of different things. But, you know, it's like, yeah. it'd be a cool gas. This yeah. was a mega gas station <laughs> where on the far right-hand corner, when you walk in, there's literally a White Castle right there, like in the gas station. Not okay, as it impressive as that is, I have to say... It's a White Castle. Ew. Yeah, it's, okay. it's a White Castle. I should have been like, there's a fast food restaurant there over go. there. <laughs> there's a fast food restaurant. And you know, whenever they do like integration, like with a McDonald's or a Subway into yeah, a gas station, right. it's like a separate area, like you right. walk into it. Right. No, this was like in the gas station, like just straight up. Wow. It was it was weird. It well, was like the that gas thing station looks huge. looked like it was ten thousand square feet. It was ginormous. They had they had a Jack Links area, like of just beef jerky products what? and a big Sasquatch. Is there anything <laughs> they didn't have in there? You probably uh-huh. buy any product in there that, that you wanted. Knowing to be then, in there. they probably didn't have uh, Sobeys. Oh, you oh. didn't even look. They probably didn't have Sobeys. You didn't even look. No, I didn't. I have been searching. They, the they had on from. They had Krispy Kreme. And it was. Oh, they, yeah, it that's says right. fresh delivered every day. Ah, uh, that's when I sent you back for Christmas mm-hmm. donuts. They had they had M M&M, and M like okay, imagine eight foot tall like cylinders full of M and M's. I can't like, believe you amazing. made the mistake, ladies and gentlemen. He got back in the car and he's we're getting ready to pull out of this place and he's like, yeah, they had a Krispy Kreme in there. His mother sank her claws into him. <laughs> you came out without a Krispy Kreme for your mother? He's like, okay, they're also my I'll dad. Go. My dad was also super mad at me for not taking pictures. I suck at taking pictures. I take you full literally. I take full like responsibility. This I suck at taking pictures. This is the type of guy pictures. who could go to the Grand Canyon and go, "The Grand Canyon was awesome." Did you take even one picture? No. It's in my mind. It's in my mind. No, yeah. because like I'm just so in the moment. I don't think to be like, "Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Give me one sec." Give, Your generation on, lives for taking pictures of stupid shit. No, I don't do that. And also you're categorizing a generation based off stupid people. 
Yes. If I did that for Gen X, you guys would be in the in the no, gutter. No, no, we wouldn't even be in the running for stupidest generation. Not even close. You would. I bet I could find some stupid people. You know no. all those Florida man stories? I bet most of those are Gen X. What's a Florida man story? If you look up Florida man in any date, like in Google, yeah. it will come up with a story saying like, Florida man gets his... Florida man, cocaine addict, wrestles an alligator in a river. Like, it's some stupid story. Oh, I could see Generation Next wrestling an alligator. We would do shit like that. But that's stupid. That's a lot different than taking a picture of my lunch so everybody can see what I'm eating today. No, there's some stupid stories about that. But I'd say a lot of Florida men and women are Gen X. You know, I'd like to see the age demographic. You now. haven't said Please anything. Please pull them up. Please pull no, them up. No, you haven't tech said guy, anything. Tech guy at the no, computer. You're it. at the computer. Tech We're up. badass and you're not. Okay, whatever. Florida, man. This That's is when I know Gen X dad is uh, stubborn mode. You're stubborn there. mode means I can't change his mind in any way, or shape, or form, or how he will take a stance that is so outlandish that there's no way to disprove it, which means that it's okay, right. Okay, shut up. So, Listen. You just sat there and said, I'm telling you, your generation takes pictures of food and shows it on the internet. Nobody gives a shit. Mm -hmm. Your example was, yeah, well, your generation wrestles alligators. Mm -hmm. My example was that you shouldn't categorize a generation based off its stupid people. Well, so far, I'm right and you're wrong. You're a bunch of idiots and we're badass motherfuckers. Just letting you know by your own example. You see what I mean about you, you know what I mean about stubborn See, mode. He you better be that, careful what you side too. you take right <laughs> oh, now. He does man. that to you, Ryan. Doesn't that so, you do? yeah. Okay, well, hold on. I got to say goodbye. Oh, she's I got to say goodbye. <laughs> okay. So okay. Goodbye. So I know I'm not always welcome on the podcast. You're goddamn you right. He's, he's a South Pole elf. <laughs> he's a South Pole elf. <laughs> so anyways, uh, uh, for the uh, Gen Z kid out. Woo! Thank God that's over. <sighs> Comes in here. still come through on her mic. <laughs> Uh, Walk away. Walk away. Well, anyway, there was that. I would say Vegas was great, but the pinball machine was average. You liked the Neon Museum, but not the Afterlight Show. Um, I I liked uh, I, I I I liked some of Lotorx's dad humor. He's stuck in that mode, but some of it was bullshit. <laughs> it was complete and utter bullshit, distracting bullshit. I don't know. I don't, we, we literally do not have time to cover. We could spend three or four podcasts covering all the little adventures, the mini adventures that went on in Las Vegas. Yes, we could. It was it was fun. We were busy. There was when there was downtime, there was still stuff going on. You know, And when there was downtime, it was just long enough because you knew something else was coming up. Yeah. It's like rest up, get ready, go shower. Get it was back. a lot of fun. Well, yeah. And to, to let everybody know who's listening, we will be in Reno. March 31st and April 1st. Um, April 1st, I think, is a Saturday. Yes. And we're just doing a meet and greet up there. There's a lot of people that were in uh, Northern California, uh, Oregon, Washington, Idaho that didn't get to come. So we're just going to do a deal up there. It's going to be, we're going to have just, just a day. So if you guys can make it April 1st, it's not a joke that it's on April 1st. I know everyone's going to go, you're lying. You're not really going to be there. I yeah, know. we are going to be there. So it should be fun. But that kicks off a lot of stuff that's going to go on for spring and spring and summer with us traveling. Gen X Talks is going on the road for a lot of stuff. So coming to a town near you. Yeah, and we will. It's going to be a busy, busy year. And right now, I don't know how much stuff the kids got. You know, he's not really ready. He's formal. His winter formal is 24 hours from now. I don't think he's ready. What is there to be ready for? Well, he's a guy. How long does it take a girl to get ready for a All day. Well, I told him to do his car stuff tonight. I go, fill up your car with gas. He goes, I'll just fill it up tomorrow. I go, do you want to smell like gasoline in your tuxedo? 
No. I said, fill up your car tonight, wash your car, clean out your car on the inside, put a Febreze bomb in it, and let it sit overnight. Then tomorrow, all you got to do is get up and take a shower, trim your nails, brush your teeth, throw on your gear, and head out. That's what I was trying to get him to do. I don't think he's, I don't even, I don't even know if he checked if he's got his cufflinks. Oh, you know what? The other thing, he's, he's calling my mother. Why? Because we got into a discussion that turned into an argument. When he picked up his tuxedo, he goes, I have a bow tie. I said, okay. He goes, I don't know how to tie a bow tie. I said, well, most of them are clip-on. You just, it's a clip-on bow tie. He goes, no, I have to tie a bow tie. And, I, and he's looking at me. He's asking me for help. We're driving. He doesn't want me to do it at the moment. But I said, listen, I've only done that once, and I was in Cub Scouts getting my wolf patch. That was one of the things I had to do in Cub Scouts to get my wolf patch so I could go on to my bear patch. I had to tie a bow tie. So I learned it. He goes, well, can you do it or not? I go, there's no way I can do it. So you lost your patch. Now, see, that's where it comes in. He's going to call my mother. He's going to call grandma and tell her to go find my Cub Scout uniform and take off, take on. So you can lose a badge. I don't believe so. I think you're full of shit. I think he's full of shit. I don't think my mother's going to do that just because I don't know how to. And how do you tie a bow tie? Why would you tie a bow tie? Why wouldn't you just buy one that has a clip on? I don't know. I don't know how to tie a bow tie. Well, I think he's screwed. <laughs> <laughs> one of us has to learn how to tie a bow tie by tomorrow. To help well, him do this. He better start Googling. And what happens if it comes undone while he's at this thing? We're not going to... Then he's going to look cool. <laughs> then he's going to look like Kevin Bacon in Footloose and That's just right. let it hang down. That's well, right. that was our discussion today. He's calling grandma. If I can't tie a bow tie tomorrow, he's going to call her and tell her to remove my wolf patch from my Cub Scout uniform. All right. So are we done? We can, we, can, we can be through talking. Because I have to feed the dogs and put the chickens away, and I have things I have to go do. What about feeding your husband? Oh, yeah, that too. Why? How come that's not even on your radar, you know? Well, it's, the animals first, because the sun's going down. What does that mean? Like, they're, they're going to die if they don't eat before the sun sets? Yes. For Christ's sake. All right, tell everyone goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening. What a joke. I tell you, she's the dogs and the cats and everything. All right, everybody, I'm going to try to get this podcast edited and then posted if I can. I know we're a day late and a dollar short. Story of our lives. Welcome to Gen X, period, let alone Gen X Talks. But I thank you guys for listening, for tolerating, for putting up with us. There's more stories coming from Vegas. The dumb things that happen. I'm sorry that the kid gave a six-minute interlude without saying anything even remotely interesting. But sometimes he wanders by, sits in front of a microphone, and puts on the headset, I'm in charge around here, turn it on. Well, we don't have much of a choice. We do work for him after all. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for wasting an hour of your time with Gen X Talks. It's always appreciated. But as I always tell you, one thing is constant. One thing is for sure. I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Love.